Welcome, this is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She, and you're listening to Be Simply Radio, where you can anticipate being inspired, discovering inner and outer wisdom, and exploring topics from all sides. Today on Mind You and Food, Unlocking Your Potential, we will walk around anger as we enter into the season of spring in the northern hemisphere without further ado let's dive in so we're diving into mind you and food unlock your potential and today we're going to focus on anger and before we dive in there one i want to acknowledge that it is spring here in the northern hemisphere and fall in the southern and the equator is rocking steady as are both the north and south pole what's really important to remember is that we are on a globe and we all have different roles meaning that depending where our ecosystem is where we live we're going to have to make adjustments based on what we're experiencing there and a whole bunch of other things, but we'll save that for later. The other aspect I want to just highlight really quickly as we dive into these segments is that uh, when I speak of the word food, it's not just the food you put in your mouth. It's the food you ingest with your eyes, your ears, your nose, your hands, your mouth would be physical food or intimacy maybe with another. And so it's really valuable to learn that when you hold your energy field precious and sacred and are using discernment and awareness as to where you engage your field of energy, what you decide to digest, how much you decide to digest and how much you decide to engage with, you will begin to understand how you can unlock your potential. So the human species only has a certain bandwidth and these devices aka phones and the internet have uh, created something a phenomena that isn't really exactly how we were designed to interact with nature so it's my deepest prayer every day is that we all remember the true causes of happiness and return to harmony with mother nature so with that being said we all have some inner work to do and today we're going to be diving into anger and in chinese medicine during springtime this is the area that is welcome to be balanced looked at and addressed and it's not so always straightforward as far as it's very complex as far as every person is different every biology is different Every mind is different. Every soul is different. Every emotional capacity is different. So it's really important that as inspired, you meet yourself where you are at. You don't compare yourself to others. uh, And that you uh, consider that you are unique. And so one size will never fit all. That's in food, uh, any type of medicinal remedies, whether it's... uh, synthetic or natural so when you look out into the world and you hear trends and you hear uh i don't know little blips like titles to an article don't absorb that as just truth 
there's a lot of things that have to be considered before you would even uh, engage in that if you so to choose. Having blind faith is only going to get you pretty much nowhere. And so always the due diligence is on the individual to educate, to understand, and and get help. If you don't understand and you need guidance, get help. Uh, there's many beautiful beings out here dedicated to be in service to your well-being, myself included. So during this spring season here in the Northern Hemisphere and those that are listening to the Southern, this is good proactive measure because just because we get to spring isn't the only time we deal with anger, especially if this is your Achilles tendon uh, to understand this. And in our society right now, we look at uh, anger as there's labels like toxicity, there's labels uh, called abuse, there's all these things labeled on this word anger, yet we're not recognizing that ancestrally we're coming off many decades of suppression of emotion. Uh, don't make a fuss, don't say anything, look, a, look away, we don't want to be involved. And so that's led us to a lot of the atrocities that we're understanding that exist on this planet. In addition, it's really important to understand that anger is part of your emotional system in your body. You were designed to have anger. And if you're in the forest and you ever run into a bear and separate mama from her cubs, she will roar at you. She will growl at you. And so even the idea of people saying, oh, don't bully me and all this stuff, there's always this cause and effect chain and anger sometimes is the effect of someone else's actions. Maybe you push someone too far and then they roar back. And especially in the wellness community, maybe the yoga community, mindfulness community, all those things, sometimes they tiptoe around this unless they are in deep practices, which that's the reason there are wrathful teachings. There's wrathful deities. They're to slay the ignorance. And sometimes that is needed. Now, this doesn't give you the right to go out and cause harm on people. It's just to understand that there is a place for anger. There's a reason for it. And today we're going to talk about that. We're actually going to talk about the benefits of anger because there's oftentimes a lot of uh, shame that goes with anger. And Ideally, if we feel it rising up in the body and we uh, understand what we're being asked to do and we don't cause harm with it, and then we can really harness that energy and it can be really powerful. Uh, in addition, it can do many other things for us. And then uh, if you're really imbalanced, like you have a liver imbalance and you have an anger imbalance, we're going to talk about through these series of spring segments on how to bring that back into harmony with different practices. And we'll touch a little bit on those today. So first of all, let's just look at what is anger and anger, like I said, has been labeled many things. If you're, you act that way and people have been quite aggressive over the past couple of years. Well, I would say past eight years, uh, more and more with the advent of social media and people's entitlement to say whatever they want and not really consider everyone. So, you know, when you're empathic, you feel 
your surroundings. And if you're aware, you're going to consider your surroundings before you take action. Now, the interesting thing is anger can rise up and it can just grab you by the seat of the pants. Now, there's a reason for that. And what it can do for you is it's there to command your attention and welcome you to look at what maybe you've been denying, maybe what you're refusing to look at. So in relationship, if anger's rising up consistently, there's something there for the couple to look at. It's not to blame it on one person or the other. It's something there to look at. And that's the power of being in relationship is that, oh, and if two people are willing, they can look at that and get to the roots of it for each self. They can do their inner work in tandem. If both beings are not ready, then that's not going to be possible. Uh, one person will probably run. <laughs> another person might sit and be more in reflective repose and really try to digest what that was. And then it won't be until the two individuals cross that again and that same thing will happen. You know, new characters might be on the set, but the same anger will command your attention because it's wanting you to see something that maybe you've been avoiding looking at. So if we understand cause and effect, we're not going to always be so offended by the roar of mama bear. We're going to say, whoa, mama bear is roaring at me. Maybe I got to look at something. Maybe I need to be put in check because I was oblivious and I walked between her and her babies. So there's a responsibility one when you're being roared at and there's a responsibility when you're roaring to look at why are you roaring? Is it, is it, is there a reason? Is there something you're being asked to do? So if we look at just that aspect, like what's going on, that's going to give us a lot of valuable information. Now, because society is in a point where sometimes it does not want us to have unpleasant emotions. But if you think about it, liver, what does the liver do? Detoxifies you, right? And then if you have anger, it's going to help detoxify your anger or chemicals and compounds and substances that you've put into your liver. And when it gets in balance, then you, you are creating stagnation potentially, and that heat can be overrunning into an emotive state of anger. And so when we express this anger on a more uh, regular basis, we don't suppress it, then that chi can move, you know, the toxicity channel is moving and your body can function well. And in Chinese medicine, we're looking at all components feed into one another. They're all interdependent, just similar to how we're interdependent to society. So we don't separate just anger and we pretend it doesn't impact the brain. It doesn't impact the physiology, physiology of the body. It doesn't impact the liver. It doesn't impact your gallbladder, all these different things. We don't ignore that. We just look at all aspects and sometimes we can see the body first before we really identify what's going on. So from there, I would like to share <laughs> the benefits of anger. Now this isn't talked about because we're so busy telling everyone, uh, or not everyone, but there's a big theme going on. There's a lot of identity politics right now, blame game, shame game, 
not taking self-accountability. Again, if you understand karma, you're not going to complain about your ancestors' karma. (laughs) You're going to be responsible for your own karma. You're not going to shame other people that aren't doing anything wrong, meaning that because they use words or... Uh, identity politics that you've labeled, definitions that you've created. You can't blame other people because you've decided to change Noah Webster's dictionary. All you can do in life is be responsible for you. And the more you point at other people, the more you try to get a group of people to work against another group of people, you're creating more karma. And that's actually a withdrawal from your cosmic bank account, not a deposit. So this is really important in this anger segment because there's a lot of anger out there being riled up based on people not understanding the concept of karma. And I did a series on karma. I'll probably be talking about it through this, but you cannot change the past. Absolutely not. But you can change how you respond in the present moment. And if you wish the world to be a certain way, then embody it, be it. Don't shame, blame, attack, cause more harm because an eye for an eye will make the whole world blind. So let go. And that's one of the remedies for anger is letting go of the past and be in the present. So now let's get to the benefits. This is juicy of anger. So first of all, you've heard the concept more than likely of fight or flight. And this is if you go out deep in the woods I love to use this example, but if you go deep in the woods and observe nature, it's pretty calm. Not a lot going on. Yet, if danger comes in, you will notice something very interesting that happens with the animals, the insects, or whoever's feeling threatened. They will pause, just freeze for a moment, and they will either run as soon as they get the chance, or they'll fight. And so this fight or flight is this element of anger. This is where you push back. This is, you know, when the the person comes in between a predatory animal and the cubs, the predatory animal is going to push back at you until they realize that you're not going to cause harm and they are back with their cubs. So the anger there is very, very justified because you could imagine if I became became between you and your child or you and your niece and nephew or whatever and I wasn't allowing you to access them you're going to get mad so again the benefit of anger lets us know like hey there's a problem here that we need to look at we need to solve so it's helpful it commands your attention second thing that it does is it motivates you to take action when you get angry if you don't cause any harm and you keep your wherewithal we'll get into how to do that is that it'll it'll motivate you to take action rather than keep complaining and like I said dredging up the past take action the blame game doesn't work here if you're mad fantastic what is the solution motivate yourself to find it and then take the action the next benefit of anger is because once you realize where you take action, you realize it's it's you're responsible. You can't blame anyone. And like, you know, right now we're blaming people that aren't even alive. They're reincarnated and you probably were the person that you don't like today. So 
the self-reliance that occurs is you realize that you're responsible for what you're angry about. No one else. Someone might have came and uh, ignited a little fire. They might have helped you stand on an emotional landmine, but that existed in you, not in them potentially. In addition, when we look at all sides, we have to evaluate what were you doing that caused them to roar. And so the benefit of that, this anger, if it rises up in you, is that this will help you move towards self-reliance, help you gain perspective. Because sometimes when we get angry, it's shocking. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I got angry. I can't believe I was like wild like that. I was, you know, like a primal animal. But that gives you perspective that something there needs to be examined. And it's also an act of protecting. So again, if someone pushes you, pushes you, pushes you, pushes you, you will have a limit and you will roar and then you'll try to protect that thing. And then it's for you to decide what are you trying to protect? Is it superfluous? Is it valid? Is this a delusion that you've been holding in your head? Whatever it may be, but it gives you this opportunity to walk around it and examine it. Next benefit of anger is it energizes you. It motivates you. If you can harness the energy, it'll move you in forward motion. It'll help you retain focus. It will remove the obstacles immediately because most people run from anger people and angry outbursts. And then it will be the catalyst to your change. Again, it's not external, it's internal. So if you have suppressed other emotions, and this is oftentimes when people have gone through trauma or they have not been honest with themselves, they keep suppressing their emotions, ones that they feel too vulnerable to express, but they're comfortable using anger as their shield. And so what if you really look at that anger, it's energizing and it's motivating you. It's stoking your fire so that you can transform. Super exciting benefit of anger. In in an unjust situation, that anger is going to empower you to stand up and create awareness. And for each and every one of us, this is going to be different. And the only thing I encourage anyone to do, especially in a social justice situation, is that you investigate, you examine all sides before you jump on a bandwagon and understand who's involved and why. Because sometimes mass media, social media, they are playing the human species like a puppet. And so they'll rally your feathers. <laughs> they'll get you all talking about something. And they'll make it so awkward that it's politically incorrect to even oppose it. So what happens is then the human species is under mind control and starts fighting one another. So understand that it can empower you and you can stand up, but examine all sides whatever injustice that you're feeding. You can't just like say on the surface level, you got to really examine it, especially if it's something important to you. If it's a social justice issue, really understand that, know it inside and out and look at it from all sides. If you refuse to look at it from all sides, you're not going to serve that topic at all. In addition, once you realize what you're, you're evading, meaning internally what you're not looking at, 
it'll create a focus once you realize like, what is that? And then you realize like, oh my gosh, that's what that is. Meaning you want control over your life, but you've been evading it and you keep yelling at everyone as if it's their problem. And you realize, oh my gosh, I need to focus on making my life what I want. And then that creates a goal. And that, so that anger propelled you to realize what you need to focus on, what your goal is, and can assist you in making it possible. And in addition, what's pretty amazing is because the heat of anger like clears the pathway. So all is possible. Oftentimes it causes a little chaos. And when chaos erupts, all things are possible. When we're stuck in our mundane, in and out and magnetized to our codependencies, our addictions, afflictions, we're not really in the possible. We're just really just justifying all our habits that don't serve us. But once that erupts, that anger is like, it's the catalyst to the possible. As I mentioned before, the anger becomes the shield, the protector of a deeper inner core belief or value or emotion that you have that you're evading. And so you can place it off on someone else that's annoying you or this, that, or the other, or they're the obstacle, or they're not giving you what you need or all those things. But that's all, to be perfectly honest, a bunch of BS. If you're you're frustrated, if you're angry, and some people suppress their anger, so they might really feel it. They're they might have violent thoughts. They might feel it deep in their body, but they don't express it, and they pretend. There's incongruency. There are other people that are uh, more comfortable with expressing their anger, and we'll get into that. But what that does is it opens up, once you let go of that shield of anger, it lets you look at those deeper inner core values and beliefs and how you can bring them into alignment. The other benefit of anger is it becomes a negotiating tool. And this is not meant to control anyone through anger. It means that if you get angry with yourself, you know, say you did something really nothing to do with the outside world, but maybe you're, you're not, you're being hard on yourself and you get mad at yourself for getting hard on yourself. So then it becomes a negotiating tool. You decide what the goal is and you make a negotiation with yourself. I'm not going to do that anymore. Instead, I'm going to do this and I'm going to practice at that because that would be a healthier decision. If you're angry in a relationship with anyone, coworker, family member, friends, partner, whatever it is, it becomes a, a point of intersection like, hey, there's an issue, but it doesn't mean that the topical thing is really the issue. It's what's below. And it's a beautiful point of talking, communicating, meeting each other from all directions. Super powerful. What this does is this will lead you individually and collectively to self-transformation. And what you can do is you can simply ask yourself, you know, what are you afraid of losing control of? Are you afraid? Do you fear being alone? Are you fear of being rejected, abandoned? Because what will happen is maybe someone does that. Maybe they abandon us and then we get angry. And because we were afraid to verbalize that, and say, hey, every time you do that, I'm afraid you're going to leave me. And then the person might say, you know what? I'm not going to leave you. I just need a little space for myself. Or uh, you might, every time someone says, 
ah, that's not good enough for me, that work. That's not good enough. You feel rejected and then you get mad. Instead of saying, hey, how could I do it better? So when we start to understand the deeper core issue, then we can start working with the inner work and guess what? The anger goes away. So that anger is a benefit because it shows us where we need to look. Now, interesting enough, so as I mentioned earlier, we have gone through eras or decades where it's like, don't post World War II. Don't say anything. Look the other way. Don't say anything. Don't ruffle anyone's feathers. Do as you're told. And so we have all these generations that have been living off these niceties. And now we're swinging back there again because now no one's allowed to say anything because it's going to offend people. So we're closing people down again. Not helpful at all. People that know how to express anger how to sit in their anger versus avoiding and repressing it because it's the PC thing to do, actually have a greater level of emotional intelligence and then mature about it. But what will happen is when someone is comfortable with their emotions, having emotions, the person that's not will more than likely shut you, shut you down if that's you. Um, in addition, right now we have a lot of psychological pathologies running around on planet earth because of a lot of, for a lot of reasons, because of people with addictions, afflictions, uh, all kinds of stuff, uh, bad food sources, uh, environmental situations, all those kinds of things. And so these leads to pathologies. We have a high infiltration of psychopaths, sociopaths, narcissistic personality disorder, multiple personality disorder, bipolar disorder. Uh, we have, uh, there's just an endless list of, of mental imbalances. There's no stigma against most of those. Some of them are not treatable currently, but what this tells us is that we've been suppressing emotions because what happens is we create neurotransmission from the emotional body to the mental body. And if we're repressing our emotions, we start to get it messed up in our head. And these then create mental pathologies. And so people are great about pointing figures and label and doing psychoanalysis of people this day and age, which they have really no uh, right to do because maybe they don't work in the mental health industry. But to understand that if you learn how to work with your emotional center, you will help your mind. You will come into mental well-being, but you have to be radically honest with yourself and emotionally mature. Final benefit of anger that we're going to talk about real quick (laughs) is that the anger will move your liver chi and the anger helps give you courage, a sense of direction and a fluidity. And again, removes all the toxicity. So that anger isn't toxic. It removes toxicity. See how they've spun words here on planet Earth. So if you find that you have an imbalance with anger, meaning that you're quick to go from zero to 60, that you lash out at people, that means your pendulum is swinging too far to the left and the right. And ideally, we want to bring that pendulum really close to the center. Oh, I feel angry. I'm going to hold back. Ooh, it's still there. I'm going to process this with a friend or a a guide or a 
counselor or a therapist, oh, it's still there. I'm going to take some action. And so ideally we can do this with all our emotions and we learn to process them pretty quickly. So much so that we can identify they're here. Processing, I'm going to be with it till it goes away. I'm going to talk about it as needed and then I'm going to move on from it. And it gets quicker and quicker and quicker and quicker. And yes, you will hit a karmic landmine <laughs> that might shock you all of a sudden. But for the most part, the more that you're willing to be open and honest with your emotions, the healthier you're going to be and the healthier your brain's going to be, your mind, your mental health. So to give you a little ideas and again it's better if you feel you have an imbalance this is a great time of year to do a cleanse to reboot the system uh how i work with people is where when we do um when i design a cleanse for them it's for mind body spirit and soul i mean mind body heart and soul and we look at what's going on and so as mentioned you know you may have an imbalance in your heart and it's springtime we're going to address that you know just historically, if we all got in balance via Chinese medicine and even Ayurveda, we're going to be nourishing our emotional body, our mental body, our spiritual body in accord to the alignment of nature. And to be noted to our friends in South America or Southern Hemisphere and the equator, you're going to be nourishing different things opposite of us, but the same thing, you're going to move through a cyclical cycle and you're going to see what comes up based on who you are because you're unique. So some of the symptoms that you might notice that would identify that you have liver stagnation and imbalance are that you're frustrated, continually depressed, you have repressed anger, uh, you have hypochondriac pain, meaning that there's always something wrong or there's something that's hanging on that you can't let go of. Uh, you have a tightness in your chest or oppression in your chest, a block in your throat, your abdomen is distended. This is a big one, uh, especially if all of a sudden you have a deep distended abdomen. Uh, a lot of this has happened during this uh, planetary experience. Uh, one, because uh, human species has been put into a simulated fight or flight experience, and that causes a uh, cortisol response in the system and we, then the abdomen extends. In addition, the intuition center knows there's something not exactly right. And so there's subconscious or conscious anger that's been building. So distension in the, the gut. Uh, females out there listening, biological females, your premenstrual tension, depression, irritability, if it's really extreme liver imbalance, uh, if you have excessive belching, with sourness, nausea, or vomiting, liver imbalance, diarrhea, bitter taste in the mouth, jaundice, muscle spasm, nuts, numbness, muscle cramps, uh, dark, dry, or cracked nails, blurred vision, anger outbursts. Again, that's where it's not a healthy expression of anger, but it's a consistent anger outburst liver imbalance, lack of direction, feeling stuck. So those are some indicators. If you need help doing some analysis for yourself, please reach out to me. You can do that s at suzantoro.com. Now, what we're going to do right now, because I've been chatting up a storm, 
<laughs> We're going to let you digest what I just said, because this is mind you and food, unlock your potential. I just want you to take a breath. So we're going to listen to uh, two things. One from Freedom Tribe, Tower Down. Uh, this is from one of his new albums. He's an amazing being. And then from Dante Marino, The Greeter. And The Greeter is this beautiful being that's committed to service. One of the most powerful tools to bring you back into harmony is to be of service. Both of these gentlemen are deeply in service to humanity and well-being for all. So why don't you sit back? What I'd like you to do is just take some breaths, breathe in and out actually to your physical liver. So for those that don't know, it's on the right hand side under your rib cage, leading up to the heart under your breast. And I want you just to breathe in there and out. As you fill up, just bring your attention to that region of the body and see how that feels and just follow the breath and listen to these amazing, beautiful beings sing to you. And then I'll be back after they are finished.
Welcome, this is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She, and you're listening to Be Simply Radio, where you can anticipate being inspired, discovering inner and outer wisdom, and exploring topics from all sides. Today on Mind You and Food, Unlocking Your Potential, we will walk around anger as we enter into the season of spring in the northern hemisphere without further ado let's dive in that was dante marino the greeter and freedom tribe with the teardown so two beautiful ways to balance anger are to be of service and to share love so we have gone through the benefits of anger and they really, you know, it is here to serve us. And I was kind of cracking myself up that, you know, hear the words toxicity, no tolerance. Uh, and yet there's a lot of people that are angry, but don't recognize that they're angry and feel entitled to their anger. But all in all, anger is helping you out when you're in that state and then if you have the wherewithal to take a step back and look a little bit deeper you'll be really really surprised so if you need some help identifying maybe where the imbalance is how to bring it in balance because oftentimes the practice isn't just a cognitive practice or an action that you take it might require balancing in the mental body, the spiritual body, the emotional body, and the physical body, all to bring your liver in balance, anger in balance. And, you know, there's a lot of shame in our society when someone's identified as having anger issues. Again, we're designed with all emotions and they serve. The beautiful part is if you learn to express your anger in a healthy manner, a productive manner that you will be in forward motion <laughs> and you'll be able to process it much faster as you get more in sync with it. And it's a, it is a process and it is a practice, especially if you're coming in from another lifetime with an affliction in, in a, that region of the body in the liver area. So in future episodes, we're going to be talking about additional remedies for anger. And these, these are things that you can practice to help keep that affect. So you don't cause any harm to yourself or others. And this is the one thing that can happen with this emotion of anger is people can get so external that blame game on others that they can cause harm. And those things happen in a split second. It's because they're out of body, they're not rational, and then they attack. And, you know, it is important for all of us to have compassion and love and be in service in those moments when we can hold space. And at the same time, we need to be rational, objective, and ready, ready to communicate. If you're in a relationship, it's important that both parties can be self-aware take mutual responsibility for what's rising up and mutual willingness to do the inner work. If someone is so afflicted, so imbalanced in this area, it might require that uh, you move away from that anger till uh, you're ready to come back to it. Um, But understand that it's not all black and white. And so it's worth a discussion. So if you need someone to reflect back to you, please reach out. 
So practices, we're going to dive a little deeper. Like I mentioned in other shows, patience is one of them. So that's that pause action, just figuring out what action you can take. Like at the beginning of the pandemic, I was really, uh, frustrated, angry. And so I decided what action I could take. It fell on deaf ears, uh, but I did take action. Uh, and so sometimes you take action, it doesn't go anywhere, but then at least, you know, you took action and then you had to practice more patience. This, the third one is forgiveness. So as I mentioned, it's really quite common to play the blame game, blame it on someone else, blame it on the rain, blame it on the people that harmed your ancestors, blame it on something else, but you don't take the time to really look inward and forgive yourself, forgive someone else. Take a, a moment to go even deeper and understand the true nature of karma, cause and effect. That'll keep you in the present moment. And that's that will propel you to forgiveness for yourself and others. Now, the other thing is, we'll talk about this more, but the universe is built on polarities. You have this opportunity to dive into anger and then feel it and then look for joy, happiness. This will help you counterbalance the energy on the other side. So when this happens, then what it'll assist you, happiness and joy will assist you bringing that effect back and down so you can be neutral and then you can employ critical thinking and examine what is. Another remedy is balance, finding balance. So anger can be extreme. How can you bring it back into balance? And then how can you employ critical thinking? This will assist assist you seeing things objectively, really stating what is so. Delusions, fantasies, ideas, blame games. Those are all things that you're rolling around in your head and have nothing to do with reality. Bring it back to what is so. The other thing is if you're so out of sorts where you can't just get it together is go for something inspirational. Go for something that fills you up with laughter, levity, joy. See if you can find some levity observing yourself. That will start to shift the energy until you realize the true essence of what's going on. And then the final component that we'll talk a little bit more is the let go, letting go. It's difficult, but it's powerful. It's so powerful because you free up a lot of space. So simple practice I'm going to leave you with this evening or in this moment, but it's my evening. So I'll say this evening, uh, the simple practice is one. If you feel the anger rising up in your body, usually heat constriction, uh, you might feel inclined to say things that might not be well received is to stop, breathe. And then from there, take a moment to see if you can remove yourself from the situation, meaning from your own life for a moment, or if you're having an altercation with another person or people, remove yourself from that situation and take a timeout. Third step, move the body. So timeout, walk around the block, just move that body. It'll help settle the mind. During that, that movement, it could be go to the gym. It could be for a run or walk is ask yourself the questions. What do I need? What am I afraid of? What do I want to control? Why? And as you go through that process, you will eventually get some answers. 
And then once you start to get some answers, then you can ask yourself, what is the best first step to take? And again, this has nothing to do with anyone external. This is all about you. Don't play the blame game. You don't displace it on someone else. You have to take responsibility for yourself as long. As soon as every person in society starts taking responsibility for their well-being, we will be that much closer to a well society. And if you can't do it on your own, there are plenty of people like myself that are committed to helping humanity get well. So you're not alone. Then once you start to feel the affect, meaning that you're not, there's no fire raging in your belly or your heart or your mind anymore, you're coming back to neutral, then you'll start to feel that action step come into place. And then you can put into in in that moment you can determine what the action plan will be you can start to take forward motion towards what the remedy is for the deeper root issue it's not the anger it's like oh i'm angry that they're creating an economic crisis on planet earth for no apparent reason what action can i take to help remedy that and then from there you start taking that action versus being angry you help remedy the situation and finally, during that process, it'll be re really important that you exercise patience with yourself and others. Because even if you have the best idea in the world and you're moving forward with your action, it doesn't mean that it'll be well received. So patience and listening, and then you'll keep being re redirected. Finally, if you're feeling like you're going to cause harm to yourself or someone else, and this isn't just physical, verbal, mental, meaning that you're thinking harmful things, that's not okay. That's all causing karma, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, all is causing harm. So stop, pause, and if you need assistance, reach out. Reach out to me, reach out to someone, especially if you're going to cause harm to yourself, reach out to someone immediately. There are plenty of suicide hotlines. Uh, if you're ready to do this inner work, uh, and you're not in a 911 situation, uh, please send me an email at s at suzantoro.com. If you're a 911, you can do that. It just doesn't mean that I'll get it immediately, but I would recommend you call 911 if you're in a 911 situation. You're really contemplating causing harm to yourself or another. There's no reason that you have to allow anger to take you over. You can use it as a tool to empower you to see what is and really shine a light on those things that you've been suppressing. And within that, you're going to have great liberation. So in the upcoming weeks, we'll be, we'll be going deeper into these remedies and how you can cultivate these remedies in your life. It's, it's sometimes more exciting. Like if you can know, Ooh, I know how to cultivate patience in my life, or I know how to take action in my life, or, well, how can I find inspiration in my life? Those are things that are healthy and beneficial to add to the system. When we're told, you cannot be toxic, you cannot be mad. Those, that is oppression versus saying, you know what? It's okay that you're angry because that's you telling you that you need to filter something out of your inner system, not your external, but your inner system. And then you help your brother, your sister, your partner, your child, process that anger if you can, or you get them to someone that can help them do that. And then they are a healthier human being here on planet earth. 
So if inspired, take some moments to do the simple practice, stop, remove yourself from the situation, move that body, ask yourself those deep questions. What do you need? What are you afraid of? What are you trying to control and why? And what action can I take? Once you're back in neutral, put that action plan into motion, communicate back to the people that you might've impacted, letting them know what you've realized and that what action you're going to take and see if you need to reconcile anything there. And then during that practice, exercise patient with your patients, with yourself and others. So I so appreciate you taking the time to be here. Listen to me, share this. I really hope it meets you. It helps you. If you have any feedback, send that to me at s at suzannetoro.com. If you need some assistance, you want to do seasonal cleansing, you want to work one-on-one, I'm here available to you. Until next time, this is she, aka Suzanne Toro, signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.
You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. 